Okay, good morning everybody. Today's daf is Megillah daf Ches. We are holding on daf Zayinam Beis at the last mission on the page on daf Zayinam Beis. Today's year is sponsored by Dr. David Landerer in honor of his wife and children. It's also sponsored Lizachus Rafur Shlema for Rachel Bas Eltka Sara Chaya Shishlav Rafur Shlema Besoch Shar Chole Yisrael. And we thank uh, both of the sponsors very much for the sponsorship. So we are once again holding within all of the Ein Bain Mishnai. So we're going to be jumping all around Shas into Seder Taharos and all over the place in uh, in uh, discussing the only common theme between these Mishnai is that they all list the differences between two things that are otherwise similar to each other. So first we're going to have the Ein Bain Shabbos and Yom HaKippurim what the differences are between the Allahs of Shabbos and Yom HaKippurim. Then we're going to discuss the difference between taking a neder from your friend entirely versus only taking a neder of ma'achol mimenu that you're not going to be able to eat from him because after all anything could be turned into food if he gives you money you could turn that into food also so what exactly is included in one neder and not the other then we're going to discuss the difference between neder and nedavos and the following mission is going to discuss the difference between a person who becomes a zav who had shtei reios of ziva versus a zav who has shalosh reios of ziva not a zava a zava it's the vast differences between when a woman has two rios and three rios, but by a man, by a zav, it's fewer differences between a man who has uh, one re- who has two rios and three rios of uh, ziva. And then on Ahmed Beis, we can get into some of the complicated dinim of tsaras and what the difference is between a mitzora muskar and a mitzora muchlat. So that's going to take us a while just to even get through the background of what all of that means. And then at the very end of the daf, there's a mishnah that describes the differences in halachos between svarim and tefillin and mezuzos. That sifrei tanach versus the rules of Tfilin and Mezuzos in terms of the writing of the uh, of the Svarim. So let's begin again on Dav Zayin Amin Beis. We are at the last mission on the page on Dav Zayin Amin Beis. Ein bein Shabbos Yom Kippur El Shazes Dono Adam Vizes Dono Bekares. That the difference between Shabbos and Yom Kippur is that if a person does Malachos on Shabbos, B'meizid is Chayv Misas Beisdin. The pasuk says Kol Alos Malachos Yom Shabbos Most You Must. That's in Beisdin. Whereas Zes Dono Bekares, a person does Malachos on Yom HaKippurim b'meizid he's, uh, he's going to be chayv only misa uh, of karis misa b'day shemayim it says kol nefesh shatasa kol melacha betzim yom zeva vadti esa nefesh yim b'karev ama the HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to take care of that one so the, uh, uh, the that, that's the Mishnah now in order to understand the Gemara it's important to recall the din that the entire third paragraph of Masech Ksubis is about and that is the din of kom lei b'diraba minei that if a person does two uh, does one avera for which he incurs two punishments, he only gets the worst of the two punishments. The case that, that the Torah has where it describes this is that if two people are fighting and uh, they accidentally strike a woman and the woman loses her pregnancy and uh, there is no uh, ason, and no one dies, so no nation you have to pay for the pregnancies. Chazal, the Mishnah, the third paragraph of is derived from this pasuk that only that you didn't kill the woman, then you're going to have to pay the money for the Dmei Havlad. But if you accidentally kill the woman, then you're not Chayiv in Tashlumen of the Dmei Havlad, because anyone who's Mishayiv Benafsha was Patamin HaTashlumen. If at the same time you did something for which you're Chayiv Misa, then you're not going to be Chayiv to pay. So uh, according to the Chachamim, that Din is only if you're Mishayiv Benafsha in the Misas Beis Din. But if you're Mishayiv Benafsha to Shemayim, that's not going to be enough to exempt you from a monetary 
monetary payments. Rabbi Nuchunya ben Akana, however, disagrees. And he holds that even if you're chayiv kares, which is uh, taken care of by the Ribbono Shalom, it's not something that's taken care of by Bezin Shalmata, still that's enough to exempt you from Tashlum. And so says the Gemara, we said that Shabbos and, and Yom Kippur have all the same dinim except for whether Zez Dono, Bidei Adam Zez Dono, Veshemayim, Halitinyan Tashlum and Zevizashavan. It makes it sound like if you did a malacha on Shabbos or Yom Kippur B'Mezid and at the same time incurred a financial penalty that uh, you're going to be potter on either one, even by Yom Kippur where the Chiyav is a kares, the Chiyav is uh, the Chiyav of Misa is only L'Shemayim, uh, it's not Bidei Adam. Still, that's, it sounds like it's going to be enough to exempt you from a monetary payment. So money must listen. who's the author of uh, our Mishnah that seems to be assuming that even the Chiyav Kares lets you off the hook for Dine Mamanus, that must be the sheet of Rabbi Nuchuni ben Akana. equated Yom Kippur and Shabbos as far as having to pay money. Mas Shabbos, just like when it comes to Shabbos, if you have a chiv skila and a chiv mamon at the same time, by virtue of the fact that you have the chiv skila, you're exempt from having to pay any money. So too, when it comes to Yom Kippur, by virtue of the fact that you're chiv kares, you're not going to have to pay any money, that any monetary obligation that was incurred simultaneous to the Chiyav Kares. Tananas, and we have a Mishnah. Happens to be a halacha, that any Chiyav Ikrisos that violate a law that <coughs> for which they should be Chiyav Kares, but before they did the Avera, someone gave them Hasra'a for Malkus, and then they got Malkus for it, now they're part from the Kares. <coughs> Now they're not going to have to uh, be chay of kares anymore if they did tshuva. Shenamar, because the pasuk says when it talks about uh, the chiv of malchus, it says v'nikla chicholeinecha. So the first half of the pasuk is arboim yakenu. You gotta give a guy forty malchus. Lo yosef pen yosef lakosa lelemaka rabbi. You're not allowed to give him more than forty malchus. And it says v'nikla chicholeinecha. So we dashin. What does that mean? Kivon shelaka. Once you've already given him the malchus, hareuka chicha. He goes back to being a regular person. He's part of from Kares. Div Rabbi Chanani ben Gamliel. That's <coughs> that's the sheet of Rabbi Chanani ben Gamliel. Amr Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan says this sheet that someone who's high of Kares who gets Malchus is going to be potter from his Kares. Uh, the other uh, Tanaim disagree with Rabbi Chanani ben Gamliel about that issue. So Amr Rava, Amri Bey Rav. So Rava says that they uh, they wondered in the base marriage about uh, Rabbi Yochanan's comment that uh, he says that uh, <coughs> that the other Tanaim disagree with Rabbi Chanani ben Gamliel. Tanina, we already know this from a Mishnah. The Mishnah tells us, "Ein bein yom kippurim l'shabes elish." It says, "Don't be de'adam." It says, "Don't It's our Mishnah. Our Mishnah says that the difference yom kippur and Shabbos is that when you violate yom kippur, b'meizid, uh, you're uh, you're going to be chayiv karis. When you violate Shabbos b'meizid, you're going to be chayiv misa. <coughs> But if Rebbechan ben Gamliel is correct, that anyone who's chayiv kares that gets malchus becomes potter from the kares, so how can you say that when you violate Yom Kippur, it's a chayiv b'day shemayim? It's not. If you get malchus for it, you're potter from your kares. That's a, that's a punishment b'day adam.
In fact, this historically was an important halacha because uh, that's why in the uh, 500 years ago they wanted to reinstitute the smicha in, uh, in Eretz Yisrael. That's why the Rabbanim and Tzfat, many, many years ago in the days of the Alshech and the Beis Yosef, they, uh, they re- reinstituted the concept of giving smicha. What we have nowadays is not really smicha. I am the director of the Rabbi Joseph V. Salvechik uh, Heter Hora'a program. Not the, uh, it's not really a smicha. We don't, uh, we don't do smicha any, uh, anymore. Smicha is Ishbi Piyush from Moshe Rabbeinu. So the Rambam writes in the Perish of Mishnai is, uh, wait a second, if you need Ishbi Piyush from Moshe Rabbeinu, you need an unbroken chain of uh, Musmachim, so ha- uh, the chain has been broken. So how are we ever going to rebuild the base of Migdash? We're going to need a Sanhedrin in order to do that. So, uh, so uh, and in order to sit in the Sanhedrin, one basic requirement, whether you need to really know all 70 languages, one basic requirement is you need to have smicha. So how are we ever going to do that? So the Rambam Piyush from Mishnai says there's another way to get smicha. The other way to get smicha is if you get all of the Rabbanim in the world to agree that somebody deserves smicha, they can confer smicha on that person, and once you have one musmach, so then it can spread, then he can give it to other people. So 500 years ago, after Gerush Svarad, a number of uh, Rabbanim and Tzvat got together and they said, we are all the Rabbanim in the world, and we are therefore going to confer smicha. So the Alshech had smicha, Rav Yosef Kairu, the Beis Yosef, had smicha, they had that smicha, the Rabbanim in Yerushalayim were not too thrilled about it, they said, wait, you're all the Rabbanim in the world, what about us? Why aren't we Rabbanim also in the world? How come you never consulted with us? So there were letters back and forth. It was a fascinating chapter in history. But what motivated the whole thing? Why did they need smicha? I didn't know where all of a sudden they're going to start to reinstitute the smicha. Why did they? Uh, why, thank you so much. Why did they? Why did they do that to reinstitute to reinstitute the smicha? So what motivated it is. Uh, that's what this is for. Uh, what, 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 thank you. What, what motivated it, the uh, the reinstitution of the uh, of the smicha was that there were people who felt that they uh, had violated um, uh, averos for which they were chayiv kares when they were uh, you know in the times of the Inquisition, and they felt that they're going to have to suffer for the consequences of kares, which is going to be very bad for them in the afterlife. So they'd rather suffer the consequences now and become part from kares. So they wanted Malkus. There were people that were asking for Malkus. Elamai, you can't have a basin that gives Malkus unless you have a Musmachim. So they asked, can you, can you get Smicha so that we can, uh, we can get the Malkus? So that's this din of Rabbi Hanan ben Gamliel. So the Gemara is asking, well, but wait a second. If that's true, how can our Mishnah call someone who violates the Chi of Kares, someone who's Dono Bidei Shemaim? It's not Dono Bidei Shemaim. You can, be chayiv, you can get Malkus and then you'll be butter from the Kares. So Amr of Nachman, Rav Nachman exp- exp- answers, Haman. Uh, it must be that our Mishnah, which assumes that Achiev Kares is only Bidei Shemayim, is assuming like those who disagree that Rabbi Hanan ben Gamliel, like Rabbi Yitzchak, who says that there is no Malkus for Chayev Ekrisus. Did Tanya, Rabbi Yitzchak, Omer, Chayev Ekrisus Pechlal Hayu, Chayev Ekrisus are included in uh, the Pasuk of Venuchsu and Fashasosos Mikarev Amam, Velama Yasis Kares Bachosos. So why does the Torah have to specifically identify Kares in Parshas Kedoshim? When it talks about uh, someone who, who marries his sister, it says, If the Torah is telling me the Chiv Kares, uh, so there's no Chiddush in that, because Achoso is included in all the other Arayos in the Torah for which you're Chiv Kares. So why does the Torah have to single out Achoso for Kares? That's to tell me that, uh, that when someone uh, is, is Boal Achoso, he's Chiv Kares and not Malchus. That Malchus is not going to help him. And then once we have that by Achoso, we learn to all other arayos as well, and all other chivikrisus as well. 
that whenever you chayiv karis, that's it. Only karis and not malkus. So it's a machlokas whether malkus helps for someone who's chayiv karis. Rav Ashi, Rav Ashi says, ah, but the better answer. I feel the same Rabbanan. We can even be assuming like the Rabbanan who disagree with Rabbi Yitzchak, like the world that Rabbi ben Gamliel, that a chayiv malkus uh, works for someone who's chayiv karis. Why does our Mishnah call uh, someone who violates Yom Kippur as dono bidei shemayim? Zet. Ikers don't be the Adam. Vizet Ikers don't be Kares. Because if a person violates Yom Kippur, really the Chiyav is Kares. Elamai, there's an out. If you get Malkus, so then you're not going to be Chiyav that Kares. But really the Iker Chiyav is a Chiyav Kares. The Iker Chiyav is not a Chiyav uh, a a of Malkus. And that's why it's called Zdona Bide Shemaim. Okay, so now we're up to Chesam and Alf at the top. So the, uh, the, the Mishnah is going to discuss a difference between Mudra Anami Chavero versus uh, Mudra Menu Machal. So mudr hanami chaveru means that you have a nether that you're not going to get any hanoah from the other person. Mudr menumachu means that you're not going to get hanoah from which uh, there is uh, you could you could uh, benefit uh, by eating food from him. So ain be mudr hanami chaveru lemudr menumachu. There's no real difference between the two because if I have a nether that I'm not allowed to get machu from you, I'm also not allowed to get anything for which I can barter for machu, for which I can exchange for food, which is just about everything except for two things. El Adrisa Saregel, if you allow me passage through your property, that's not something I could exchange for Ma'achal. And the Kalim Shaynos Nefesh. If I borrow Kalim from you that are not used in food preparation, so it's not going to help me in food preparation. And the assumption is these are the types of Kalim that I can't really rent out and no one's going to pay for them. If I can get money for it, that's the same as getting Ma'achal for it. But I can't. I can't. There's nothing to rent out. It's just a Kli that's not used for Achal Nefesh and is not usable to rent out. So says Sounds like if they, if they're if it's pots and pans, it's kalim that actually help in food preparation. Then even if I'm mudra uh, mimenu even if my whole nether is only that I'm not allowed to get food from you, that that's still included in the uh, the nether. So drisa saregel hello kapti So says Gemara. We said in the Mishnah that if I have it, that drisa saregel is one of the nafkaminas between mudra mimenu machal and mudra mimenu anaa. So uh, they asked the Gemara, but wait a second, people aren't about Regal. So when I take a nether that I'm not allowed to get Hanar from you, Regal is not even included in that nether. So why when you take a, a general nether Hanar from somebody, should a taka be asked to do Regal? Should it be asked to walk through his property? People are mocked about uh, others walking through their property. So Amarava, Hamani, Rebbe Lazar, Damar Vitor, Asr, Bumudrana. Yet Rebbe Eliezer in fact holds that even though it's true, people are not mocked about others walking through their property, even things that people are mevater on are included in in, in, in a mudrana. Meaning, uh, for example, let's say every time you go to the bakery and you buy a pound of cookies, so they uh, they always give you a 1.02 or 1.03. They throw an extra cookie in there just to be just to be safe, to make sure that it's more than a pound. So that's vitor. They're mevater on the little a little extra bit. So let's say I took a nedrana that I'm not going to get, uh, you know, a hana from this, uh, you know, from uh, whatever, from Allen's. I'm trying to lose weight and whatever. Every time I go there, my eyes get big and uh, then my stomach gets big. So I took a nedrana. I'm not going to get, I'm not going to get any uh, any hana from. But I never said I'm not going to buy from them. I just said I'm not going to get hana from from them. I Meaning I'm not going to get anything that they're going to give me for free. So I go and I buy a 
five pound of cookies, and then they throw in that extra one. So is that considered that I'm getting enough? Well, I'm paying for it. I'm not, but but I'm not really paying for it. That's the vitor. That's the little bit extra. So vitor is asr b'mudra That's con- included in the isr of uh, of of, uh, of of a neder of hana that a person is going to have. So here also drisas regal, Even though people are not mocked about it, it's included in the uh, in the neder hana. Next Mishnah also relating to Nidarim. Ain bein Nidarim lemedavos. Elisha Nidarim chayiv b'achriyusan. Davos ain't chayiv b'achriyusan. The difference between Nidarim and Nidavos is that if a person takes a uh, vow, belasho neder, so he says the neder is hare alai that I am personally accepting on myself that commitment. So then, even though I had in mind to give a particular item, a particular animal as a carbon, or a particular item to suck, or whatever it might be. But I said, hooray, a lie. I took the responsibility upon myself. So if that item gets lost, I'm going to have to replace it. Whereas Nidavos is behemazu la'ola. I identified this animal for an ola. So if something happens to that animal, then I don't have to replace it because the, the din was never on me. The din was on the uh, on that particular animal. Oh, but it sounds like whether you take a nether or whether you take a nedava, there is a violation of bal ta'acher. If you delay in paying up your commitment, even though the Torah does never says bal ta'acher legabe nedava. Nevertheless, apparently we can link the two and say that if there's a din of bal ta'acher by nedarim, there's a din of bal ta'acher by nedava as well. So Tanan Hasan Gemara brings a Mishnah that uh, describes explicitly what is a neder, what is a nedava. neder. What is a neder? Haomer hare alai ola. I take a personal commitment by myself that I'm bringing an ola. Ezu in nedava. Haomer hare zo ola. He says this. This is going to be an Ola. And what is the halachic distinction between the Dharma and the Davos? When I took a neder and then the animal died or got stolen or got lost, I have to replace it. But the Davos, but if I took a Nedava, I said, then if the animal died or was stolen or was lost, so then I'm not responsible to replace it. How do I know that Nedarim are Chayv Bachriyusan and Nedavos do not Chayv Bachriyusan? Because the Brisa Darshan's a Pasuk. Pasuk says, by a person who's Makrav a Korban, Sorry, Bishiman Omer, Rabbi Shimon Darshan's the Pasuk that when is it Nirtzalo? Meaning, when does a, when has a person fulfilled his Nedar? When it's Lechaper, when he brought the Korban and he actually got the Kapara. But prior to actually achieving the kapara, he has not accomplished his nether, and he's going to have to bring another carbon in its place. Only when it's a love, when it's haray alai, when you said that you're, you're taking on your personal responsibility, that's when it's only at the kapara that you have absolved yourself. But But if you never said a lie, it was just haray zu, you never took it upon yourself, then you're not going to be chayv bachriyusu. My mashma, how do we, what's the mashma? It's that a love is kabbalah sachrayus. That when a person says a lie, it's as if he's he's holding the burden on his shoulders. Meaning the chiyuv is on him until he's actually makravit. He made it a personal chiyuv, not a chiyuv relating to that uh, to that animal. There is a discussion. What about when it comes to uh, tzedakah? The Rambam writes that tzedakah is included in a darim. So a person says hare alai selul tzedakah or hare zu selul tzedakah. He has to give it to aniyim right away, and if he does 
doesn't give it to Aniyam right away, he's in violation of Balta Acher. So you see that someone who's chayv to give tzedakah is the same as Uchiv Neder. To say that he violates Balta Acher, meaning that's apparently a violation of a, uh, of a Neder. So some of the posts can say that Hu Adin, as far as the Halacha in our Mishnah, that Nedarim you're chayv son and Nedavos you're not chayv son. So the, the, the tzedakah has a din of a Neder as well. If a person says, Sela Zul tzedakah, and he didn't say Belash Neder, he said Belash Nedava, so if it gets lost, he's potter from Achrayas. That's what uh, in the Shal Shuvas are Ba'a Ture Evan in Simon Vav, quoted by the Shuvas Sefer, it's quoted by the Pisgah Shuvas somewhat often, where he's asked about a person who is keeping his Maisa money around until he found Aniyim who, uh, who, who, uh, who, who, who needed the money, or until, uh, until he found relatives who needed the money. And then uh, one of his relatives said, you know, send me a certain amount of money because I'm trying to marry off my daughter. And he didn't have any cash on him, so he sent him some schora through a trustworthy shuliach, and the schora got stolen along the way. So uh, the, 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 the mishaleach the, uh, wanted to know if he's, is he chayv bach of that tzedakah or not. So the response was that if the person didn't use the money for his own purposes, um, the, uh, the, the money that he designated for Meiser, he sent toward the Ani, and it got uh, lost along the way. He's not chayv bach And even if he purchased schora with the money to send to the, to the poor person, in order to uh, in order to make uh, you know to, to make the money grow a little bit, in order to invest the money, he also would have been potter. He's not considered poshea by uh, by buying schora with it. So as soon as soon as he's mafresh, he's yotze his uh, his neder, which is uh, and he says uh, it's very similar to an adavor. He says rezu where you're enu chayiv The same is true with a fresh shum sumaisos where you where you're enu chayiv This comes up. This comes up sometimes. Meaning uh, when when is it that a person has fulfilled their their uh, their mitzvah of uh, you know their their their, uh, their requirement of tzedakah. I mean, for example, a person is supposed to give meiser money, and you're not supposed to delay. You shouldn't. Uh, you shouldn't. It should be each year. You should make sure that at the end of the year that you've uh, you've paid up your meiser. Let's say you uh, you're a very rich person and you have a foundation. I was just asked to Shaila. There was a guy in. Uh, in Los Angeles, who was uh, who's closing a deal, and uh, the the his rabbi told me that this balabas, when he walks away from this deal after taxes, after fees, after everything, he's bringing home three hundred million dollars. So he has thirty million dollars of my money to give. Does he have to give it all this year, uh, or can he uh, can he set up a foundation like a normal rich person does and have the foundation take care of the money? So uh, and it will all eventually get out there. But does he have to? No, got to give it this year because you have to uh, you have to take care of it. Uh, right away, it's like uh, Brewster's Millions, you know, for uh, dating myself a little bit. But that, 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 that he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gotta spend. How can you possibly spend that amount of money? Google it if you don't know what I'm talking. How can you possibly spend that that amount of uh, that amount of money that that quickly? You can't do that responsibly. I I, I don't think. So that's the shayla. Is that considered that you've taken care of the mice money because it's in the foundation, even though it hasn't actually been uh, given to uh, to Aniyim yet? Anyway, so that's the difference between the darim. <coughs> And the doubles. So uh, says the, the Mishnah further now. New topic. So now we move on to the halacha of a zav. The difference between a zav who has two reels of ziva versus a zav who has three reels of ziva is that he's going to be chayiv carbon, meaning the level of tuma is exactly the same. Well, the only thing that changes when he sees ziva, when something flows from his body, a third time, it's some sort of disease. We don't know exactly what ziva is. But when that happens a third time, the only thing that changes 
is chayiv a korban. Zava is different. When a woman has flows of ziva, there are very different rules. A woman is mitame only biyamim, not bereils kibiyamim. A woman only becomes a zava gadol if she has three consecutive days of ziva. A man bereils kibiyamim. Even if all three happen on the same day or on two days, he's going to be a zava. A woman only becomes a zava gadola who requires shivanakiyim if it happens three times. A man, even with just two times, Already he's going to need uh, seven clean days. Uh, Elamai, he's only going to be chayv a korban on the third re'iyah. So anyway, so the difference between the zav rosh teriyos and shalosh rios is only about the korban. Halini mishka v'moshav. It sounds like as far as the level of tumah usfiras shiva, as far as being metami, that which he lies on, that which he sits on, and having to count shiva nekiim zevaz hashavin. Whether he sees two times or three times, he has the same halacha. So minani mili. How do I know that a zav bal shteriyos is the same as zav bal shalosh rios as far as the, the, the grade of Tumah that they have, the Tan Rabban, because the Brisa tells us, Rabbi Simai Yomer, Rabbi Simai comments on the Pasuk about Ziva, Mana Kosov Shtayim, the Pasuk mentions the Lashon of Zav twice, the Pasuk says, Ish Ish Kia Zav, Mi Bisaro Zovo, Tamehu. So it says uh, it says twice the lashon of ziva and it says ukro tame. It says tamehu. It calls him tame. And then shalosh ukro tame. And then it says vizos tia tumaso bizovo rabisaro ezovo oachem bizaro mizovo tumasohi. So after it mentions him three, it mentions the lashon of zov three times. It says tumasohi hakatesad. But once uh, you're ready, tame with shteirios. How could uh, what does the third one add? So it must be shteim l'tumah shalosh l'karban. That two reios brings you fully up to the level of tumah, and the third reios just mechayiv you a carbon on top of the regular uh, level of tumah that uh, that Azov is going to have. So emar shteim l'tumah v'lo l'karban v'shalosh l'karban v'lo l'tumah. But maybe that's not so. Maybe if you have only shteirios, yes, you become very tame. But when you have the third reio, you're only chayiv in the Carbon, but you don't have that Tumah Hamura. Maybe the Tumah Hamura is only for someone who sees twice. But if someone who sees three times, they don't have that level of Tumah. They're only Chayv in the Carbon. Samrit, Achlo Roshalosh Roshtayim. The Gemara says that's impossible because you can't see three times unless you saw twice. So you can't say that a person, when he sees twice, is going to be have the high level of Tumah. And when he sees three times, there's no Tumah. What do you mean? He had the Tumah already from seeing twice. So that can't be. So says Gemara, okay, but another suggestion. How do you know that what kicks in on the third time is the carbon? Maybe what kicks in on the third time is the tumma. Maybe the carbon you chayev right away on two times, and then when he sees a third riya, that's where the tumma kicks in. Says he can't have such a havamina. Zetanya, because we have a brice that describes when it talks about a zav bringing his carbon, it says v'chipra lav hakohen l'fnei Hashem mizovo. So we darshan the lashon mizovo that mixa zavin mevi'in carbon, mixa zavin mevi'in carbon. That sometimes the zav actually brings a carbon, sometimes the zav doesn't bring a carbon. Okay, so how does that break? I mean, according to what we're suggesting right now, a zavbal shteiriyos already brings a carbon. So, uh, but the pasuk says sometimes a zav doesn't bring a carbon. So the only way to explain that is ra ashalosh mevi no maybe that it must be that if you only have shteiriyos, you don't bring a carbon. It's the third riyah that's mechayev a carbon. No, no el ra shteiriyos maybe ra ashalosh no maybe. How do you know? Maybe if you see uh, two riyos, you bring a carbon. But if you see three riyos, you're not chayev in a carbon. Says, no, that can't be because I'm not shalosh shalosh. 
shalosh rashtayim because you can't get to three without getting to two. So it can't be that you chayiv a carbon for three reels for th- for two reels, but not chayiv a carbon for three reels. And therefore, it must be as we said that at shtei reels you're absolutely tummy to the highest uh, madrega, and with the third reel it's mechayiv a carbon. That's what kicks in at the third reel. So now the Gemara says, why did I need two drushes to tell me the difference between a zav bal shtei reels and a zav bal shalosh reels? This is the Rabbi Simai. We needed the drush of Rabbi Simai who darshans it from the fact that the Torah uses the term Zav twice before saying that he's Tameh. And then it uses in another Pasuk the term Zav three times before calling him Tameh. And I also needed the Brisa that darshans from Mizovo. If I only would have had Rabbi Simai's Rosh Avamini Kikushan, I would have thought like the Gemara's Kasha that maybe the difference between them is that a Zav Rios is like a Zav Gamor only as far as carbon and not Legabe Tumah. And the third Riyah is not Machayv the carbon, it's Machayv, it's, it's, it's Metame. So Kamash Malam Mizavo. That's why I needed Mizavo, then not every Zav brings a carbon. And therefore it must be that a Zav Balshte Rios does not bring a carbon. Vi Mizavo. And if I only would have had Mizavo, Loyodana Kama Riyos. I, I, I would have known that some of them bring a carbon and others don't, but I wouldn't have known how many times you have to see in order to bring a carbon. So, that's why I need Rabbi Simai's Joshua, where it actually counts out the number of times it says it says the Lashon of Zav. Once I have the Pasuk of Mizavo, that it's coming uh, to tell me a Drasha, so that apparently that word is, is, whenever you see the word Mizavo in the Torah, there's a Drasha to be made, so there's another Pasuk, Mizovo, my derash to be. What Joshua are you going to make from that pasuk of v'chiyitera zav mizovo? So mibayu lechutetanya. Now that drasha we need for the following uh, brisa. Pasuk says v'chiyitera, and we we have three drashas to make. Number one, v'chiyitera zav l'kshiyiv sok mizovo. That the pasuk says that when he be stops when he stops seeing a flow, so then he starts the suffer, then he starts counting. So it's telling me that the zav doesn't have to go to the mikvah before he starts counting. As soon as the flow stops, he can start counting his shivanikim. He doesn't need a mikvah. In order to kick off the Shivanakim. And then the second Russia. Mizovo velo mizovo venigo that he can start counting the shivanikim as soon as he stops seeing ziva, even if he also happens to be a mitzvah at the same time. So he's still very very tame because he has tumas tzara'as. But nevertheless, as far as the ziva is concerned, as soon as the flow stops, he can start counting the shivanikim toward the uh, toward the ziva. And then when he becomes tar, when he's uh, cured from his tzara'as, he'll uh, be tovel the tevila rishon of the mitzora, and he'll uh, and that tevila will will t- be Matire him from Ziva as well. And then the third Drasha, Mizovo Visafar, Limin Azav Shatan Shiva, that even Azav only sees twice is going to require Shivanakiyam before he becomes Tar. So ask the Gemara on that third Drasha, Vahalo Dinu, that uh, they, even without a reboy, I, would, I should know that Azav Valshtariyos requires Shivanakiyam because in Mitami Mishka Vamosha, Loyetan Sphere Shiva, if Azav Valshtariyos is Tame enough to be Mitami Mishka Vamosha, then he's going to be Mitami that which he lies on, that which he sits on to become an avatuma, of course he's going to require shivinakim. Those are the basic rules of, uh, of being uh, a, a zav. So, 
The Gemara answers that if it's uh, that, that that's not necessarily a raya because shomeres yom kineged yom tochiach. You do have some people that are matami mishkav moshev and don't require shivinikim. What if a woman only sees dam for one day? So if a woman sees dam for one day, it is not halach l'maisa for us. We assume that the chumrah verbizera feel rose tipas dam kachardol yoshvus l'shivinikim, but that's a big chumrah. Meaning meikra din minatora. If a woman sees dam during the yulal of yom shabei nidol nida during the days that she's eligible to become a zava, she sees. Dam for one day, she does not need Shivanakim, but she is Matame Mishkov Moshev. She Matame Mishkov Moshev Enatuna, Sphira Shiva, Vafatal Tatamalza, and Shafal Pisha Matame Mishkov Moshev Loyaton Sphira Shiva. So it could be the same thing by Azav, that uh, that, that Azav, maybe Balshteri Eos is Matame Mishkov Moshev, but who says that he that he that he needs Shivanakim? So Tamalomar Mizovov a Safar, that's why I need this Drasha, that Mixazov of a Safar, that even if he had only Mixazov, he only had Shteri Eos, he He's going to require a sphere of Shiva Nakim, Liman al Zav, Balshteriyo, Shaton, Sphere of Shiva, Amler of Papa Abai, Maishna Haimi Zavo, the Marbi Bay, Zav Balshteriyo, so Maishna Haimi Zavo, the Mimite Bay, Zav Balshteriyo. Well, wait a second. You're, you're telling me that every time the word Mizavo appears, you have to make a drasha. But is that drasha a reboy or is that drasha a milt? Because when the Pasuk says, Vichyitara Zav Mizavo, the Safar, we were Marba to say that even uh, Zav Balshteriyo requires Shiva Nakim. But yet when the Pasuk says, Vichyitara Lava, we were to say that Azov Balsterius does not require a carbon. So, on the one hand, the word Mizovo is inclusive to say that even Azov Balsterius needs Shivanakim. On the other hand, it's exclusive and it's saying that he doesn't need a carbon. So, which is it? Is it a revoy or is it a meal? So, Amalei, so Abai said back to Papa, they, they both should have been a meal, you're right, but the, from the positive, you can't uh, darshan a meal because he's Salkadai the Chaylamute Udasa. If it's coming to tell me a meal that a Balshteriel does not need Shivanakim, Lishtokramine, just don't tell me anything and I'll know he won't need Shivanakim. I never would have invented Shivanakim on my own. Maybe you're going to say, no, I would have learned this Chumar of Shivanakim about Azov Balshteriel from the fact that he's Metami Mishka Vomoshev, uh, so it must be that he needs Shivanakim. No, I never would have thought that. Just because you're Metami Mishka Vomoshev, there's no reason to assume Shivanakim. Just like a Shomer a woman who sees only one re'iya is metami mishkav v'moshav and does not require shivinikim v'chitem. And if you're going to say you can't learn from mizavo uh, to be to, to, to require shivinikim by yizav al shteriyos because haimi bayule, we already need that drasha mizavo v'lo mizavo minigo to tell me that the zav does not have to be cured of his saras as well in order to count the shivinikim. Imkain lichtav krav v'chitara hazav v'lishto because then it could have just said v'chitara hazav and left it at that mizavo lomeli. Why does it add that? Extra word mizovo limed al zav al shteriyos shatan sfira shiva. So that tells me that a zav al shteriyos requires shivinakim. So at the end of the day, if a zav sees two reios, he's mitame to the fullest extent mishka v'moshav, and he's even going to need shivinakim. What he doesn't require is a carbon. It's the third reia that's mechayiv him in a carbon. So as we continue in the series of mishnayos, we're continuing in seder taharos now. So now we're going to discuss a little bit of mesechas negayim. So negayim aren't that complicated. It's just hard to remember all of the details of uh, of negayim. Essentially, there are four types of nega. There's the 
there's Nige or Basar, there's Nige Shchinu Michva, there's Nige Nesek, and there's Nige Karachas Vagabachas. And there are two elements to every Nega. This is a helpful way to think about it. There's the Nega itself, and then there's the Simani Tuma of the Nega, meaning a person presents with a Nega. So then, before we declare him Tame, we have to look for not just the Nega itself, that it's there, that it exists, but are there Simani Tuma of the Nega? And it, it, what makes it uh, confusing is that each type of Nega has its own set of Simani Tuma. You're looking for different things in each Nega to declare whether the person is Tame or not. So, for example, if a person has a Nega or Habasar, he has a stain on his uh, skin, on some sort of exposed part of his uh, of his skin, meaning uh, uh, not not his head or his beard, and uh, it's uh, it's white Kikrum Beitza or whiter than that. That's called a Baharas. Um, if it's less than Krumbeitza, if it's less white than that, then it's uh, then it's not a nega at all. He's tar. It's called a bohak. It's just a discoloration. He's tar. So uh, you, 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 he presents with this white nega. So now you have to look for simani tuma. What are the simani tuma of white nega? Either two white hairs that are growing in the nega, or uh, an expansion of the nega after you originally looked at it, or a michya that in the middle of the nega there's some sort of live uh, flesh in the middle of the nega. If a person has uh, or Michva, which is a Beheres that comes in a place where, uh, where, where a person was, was wounded either by, uh, by, by a, a, a severe blow, uh, by a strike, or by, by heat, by, uh, by, by age, by some sort of burn. So, okay, so that's a Nega. Now, what am I looking for? I look for either Shtei Saros Levanos or I look for Pisyon. So there are four types of Negaim. You just have to know how to look for the different, uh, the different Simane Tuma. So now, a person comes to a Kohen and he has a Nega Saras, and the Kohen sees that he has one of the Simane Tuma, so he's metami him right away. I Meaning, if you see the Nega with the Simane Tuma present itself, Kohen doesn't have to ask any shadows, there's nothing to look at, he's metami him right away. That's called the Metzorah Mukhlat. But what happens if the Kohen looks and he sees that the Nega is the proper size, and it is a real Nega, but uh, the, uh, uh, I'm sorry, let's say he sees that the nega is less than the proper size, it's not even a sheer kigris, or that uh, the, the level of whiteness of the nega is not kikrum bait, so it's not white enough to really be a nega, so then he's tar right away, right? So those are the two extremes. A nega presents with the simani tuma, he's tummy right away. Uh, a nega presents, but it's too small, or a nega presents, it's not white enough, he's tar right away. Now, there's another situation that comes up. What if a nega presents, it's the right size, it's the right level of whiteness, but it doesn't have any of the Simani Tuma yet. So then the Kohen is maskir him for seven days, and that's called the Metzora Muskar. And then after seven days, uh, if uh, one of the Simani Tuma shows up, then he becomes a Metzora Mukhlat. Then we, we uh, declare him an absolute uh, Metzora. If the Kohen sees that it, it got smaller, or that the uh, whiteness uh, faded, then he becomes Tar after that one week. And that's called Tahar mitol chesker. He was quarantined for seven days, and now he's tar. But if the nega stays the same, and uh, but still no simen tuma has shown up, so then he goes a second round of seven days where we quarantine him again. The din of the second quarantine is the same as the first quarantine, except that if after the second quarantine nothing happens, no simani tuma show up, then he's tar, and that's called tar mitol chesker. That he's uh, declared tar after being uh, muskar. So now our 
Mishnah discusses ain bein mitzora muskar le mitzora muchlat ela prior frima. The only difference between a mitzora who's muskar who had to go through the quarantine period before he was declared a mitzora versus a mitzora muchlat, someone who the coin was metame with an absolutely. So the only difference is that a mitzora muchlat has to be parei arosho and parei begadav. He has to shred his uh, begadim. That's a pasuk. Katsura sharba nega begadav yifrum rosho yir parua. Whereas a mitzora muskar does not require prior frima. Ain bein tor mitol chesker v'tor mitol chechlet. The only difference between someone who was a mitzora that became tor after being quarantined versus someone who was tor right away uh, with uh, the the, uh, the, the uh, I'm sorry tor mitol chechlet versus someone who was tor after he was a, a mitzora muchlat el teglachas v'tziparim. The only difference is uh, the mitzora that became tor mitol chechlet has to uh, be megalei achol of his hair and he has to bring birds for his Tara process. Whereas the Mitzorah that became Tor, Mitoch Hesker, does not require to glachas v'tziparim for his Tara process. Halinin shiluach v'tumah zeviz ashavin. Oh, but it sounds like the difference between Mitzorah muskar and muchlat is only pre ofrima. But it sounds like as far as being sent michutz l'machne, and as far as the tum- level of tumah, that if they enter a house, they're matame everything in the house, that zeviz ashavin, both the Mitzorah muchlat and Mitzorah muskar, uh, have the same din. So minanimili, how do I know that that's true? So the Tanya of Shmuel Bar Yitzchak, Hamed Ravuna, V'tiyar Okein Mispachas Yivichibes Begadav V'taher. So the Tanya's Medayik. Why does it uh, say a lashon of V'taher? Sounds like he was already Tahar previously, but he has to be Tovel in order to be Tahar. So how can uh, so it really should have said V'yitar a lashon of in the future? So it must be that it's telling me a drasha that there's something that 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 uh, that, that uh, he's considered Mitzorim Muskar and he's Tahar even before he's Tovel Mipriofrima Dmei Kara. He's tar from having to do priofrima. He's not chayiv in priofrima. That's the, uh, the the drasha. So Amalei Rava. So Rava comments elameata. If that's the case, gabezavdichse v'chibes begadav vitaher. You're going to make a similar drasha. Hasam myvitar meikari iko. What sort of tara is there that already exists by zav? Ela tar hashto milatamik licharis baaset. No, by 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 uh, when it says vitaher, it must be that after the tevila, he's no longer uh, if he if he's tovel, he's no longer when he moves the klicheres. Even though on the seventh day he sees Ziva again, he's not going to be metami lemafreya. Meaning the halach is that a zav can go to the mikvah on the seventh day. He doesn't have to wait till the seventh day is over. So what if he goes to the mikvah on the seventh day and then later on the seventh day he has a re'iya again. So he's not metami lemafreya. So maybe we could say the same thing. The same thing by a mitzora that once the mitzora hits the seventh day and he's declared to even if later on Pasahanega, the nega expands, so he's uh, not going to be metame with uh, the uh, home that he walked into in between. Ella Amarava Mehachas. Rav says, You're right. The real drasha must be from the following. That uh, only, you only need Priofrima when the Tsaras is totally, uh, totally on, on what appeared on your body. But if you also needed a quarantine period, then you're not going to require Priofrima. Because it's not totally totally begufo. By the same token, then you should make a drasha. You shouldn't need shiluach chutzmi minamachne vechitei ma'achanami. And if you're going to say that he doesn't, vakatani ain't bimetzor muskul bimetzor mukhlidol priyafrima alini shiluach l'tumi bebiyas avizashavin. Apparently, that doesn't require shiluach. Even a mitzor muskul requires shiluach. So you may call you may l'rabos mitzor muskul l'shiluach. An extra reboy tells me that 
that a Mitzvah Muska requires Shiloh. Let me just get to the Mishnah. So then why does he not have to bring, uh, why does he not have to shave and bring the birds? So you see that a Torah Mitocheska does not require Tiglachas Vitziparim. And then it talks about the Tziparim and the Giluach. If a person became a Mitzora Mutlat where he needs to, a Rafua from his Tzaras, then he needs to Glachos Vitziparim. As opposed to this person who it's not only about Rafuos, it was just about a matter of waiting out the amount of days, he's not going to be Chayiv in the Tiglachas Vitziparim. Okay, but the will pick up from the mission at the bottom of the page. Tomorrow, everyone have a great day. You too, Zagazan. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a good day. Thank you, Rabbi.